0: Art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. And what's the video? This is Russ. have you know that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is an episode of the new release wall, and so you're here with Russ and Zach. Hello, how goes it? Uh both of us are sick, so excuse I, I, our voices. So uh, we have both the gravelly voices. Yeah, I I, I want to just stop <laughs> doing envision though.
1: I was doing a really good Alex Jones uh earlier today, but my voice is kinda cleared up so I don't have the that gravel like <laughs> you know. The gravel and bigotry <laughs>
0: that, yeah. that is inherent in that voice. <laughs> it's funny. I, I was reading them, John Ronson's book about uh, adventures with extremists. Yeah. And there was – I can't remember who the actual, like, focus of the chapter was, but he was he was following somebody around. And Alex Jones was, like, incidentally involved.
1: Oh, wow. That's that this is, ages well, ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, because it was pre-9-11. Uh, yeah. and, and so – he hadn't turned all of that to make himself famous yet. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, just
1: a, a kooky, uh, Austin radio mm-hmm. show personality.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the big thing was, uh, he screamed at some caller on his radio show and Ronson was apparently so uncomfortable with him being so awful to this person that he like <laughs> went into the control room to try and like get respite. Yeah. And when Jones cut the person off, the, Caller uh, tried to argue with the the producer in the booth and then the producer screamed at her in basically the same way. (laughs) And then for extra comic effect, uh, later in the day when he was talking to Jones, Ronson related the fact that his uh, that the producer had done that. And Jones exploded at the producer saying, you son of a bitch, you're trying to get all the attention so he'll write about you instead of me. Ha! Yeah. We're talking about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the story ended with some third party who was also working on the show quitting because he was tired of the two screaming at each other. And then the two immediately turning on that person and being like, what a fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that
0: probably sounds like uh, how it is behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things like a lot of the stuff in <laughs> Ronson's books. It's like, you know, this sounds too perfect. It sounds like it mm. should be the the movie version. But. Yeah. Because of who these people are, no, I believe it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, we are not talking about experience. <laughs> we are not talking about Alex Jones. Uh, yeah. We are talking about the browsing effect. The browsing effect. No relation to the zero effect. Yes. Uh, it, would be, it, it would be very weird if it was, but yes. It is related in, in in a weird kind of way to a different 1998 movie, which is 20 Gates by Miles Berkowitz. Yeah, exactly. But this movie uh, it comes out on April 9th on streaming video on demand services. Yeah. Stars uh, a bunch of those people who you've seen once or twice, but you don't really know. Uh, let me pull up the cast list because I can't remember almost any of their names. Gabriela Lopez or Gabriela Lopez is, is plays Gabriela. This is one of those movies too, where I think half the cast, um, plays like a fictionalized version of themselves. And so everybody just has the same first name as half of their characters. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Megan Guinan, who was on the limitless TV show, Mm -hmm. uh, not the movie, but the TV show, uh, Josh Margolin who was on the new girl uh Nikki Suhu and I she's the one who I recognize the most she's from uh Lovely Bones and one of the Bring It On sequels and a bunch of random stuff it's like uh if you've seen those movies and you remember like the really tall really pretty asian girl that's her
1: yeah
0: uh but <laughs> although I will
1: say um Megan uh, uh Guinan um I think it's Guinan but yeah Guinan? uh she looks who is it that I'm thinking that she looks so much like um like uh is it is it
0: uh Captain America
1: or Captain not Captain America
0: okay <laughs> uh, Peggy, Peggy Carter you mean oh uh Captain Marvel the um Brie Larson
1: yeah hmm. is it maybe not I don't know it's I'm not just so trying much
0: to... for me you know who she reminds me of she reminds me of like a particular sort of archetype yeah uh in Hollywood like, uh, I, I can't oh. even remember half the names of these people, but, uh, the woman who played Sam in the 1989 Punisher movie. Yeah. And then, uh, another girl, I think also might've been Samantha. I don't know. The, the, the pretty girl with the short hair from PCU. Yeah. Like there's, there's a, a lot of, of kind of vaguely similar looking women who remind me of that, of that actress, yeah. And kind of rolling through Hollywood history, I can't think of any one person that I'm like, oh yeah, she looks just like her, but she feels like a particular archetype.
1: I'm, sorry. I, I'm literally I'm having to do because I can't remember the movie that that this actress is. It. It's mm-hmm. not Brie Larson. Now that I'm being, <laughs> anyway, you can continue. I'm gonna That's I'm gonna right. be doing 75. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> the six uh, connections. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, I think it's probably like just to remember way backwards into what film it
0: is that I mm-hmm. think the, the actress is in because I'm blanking on her name. This, you know, it's it is one of those movies. Like, I actually, I, I thought most of the performances were really solid. Um yeah. a couple were great. I thought Gabriella was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, all of the actors like they remind you of somebody else, and yeah. and. It's like, uh, the girl who plays Gabriella reminds me of Paula Garces who played Maria in Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, the, the guy, um.
1: It's Carrie Mulligan.
0: Oh, yes. I can totally see that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, which is Megan Guinan's character, her ex-boyfriend, yeah. the guy yeah. with the, the big, like, the big hair,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, he reminds me of, uh, Memo from Bumblebee. Who of course, is like fifteen years younger than this guy. Yeah, but still yeah, I can see it. Yeah, uh, it's just because he's got the general nerdy thing and like the insecurity and the the afro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although, if you look at Drew Frontero's uh, headshot now, uh, in in the movie, he's like super casual, early twenties looking guy with a like wild hair. Uh, his his current headshot, he he looks like he's playing either like a mad scientist or a terrorist mastermind in some police procedural. Yeah. He's got like close cropped hair and (laughs) horn rimmed glasses and, and short kind of evil looking facial hair. Yeah. So, uh, it's funny because like, he's a guy who you're like, Oh, he reminds me of. And then you look at him now. It's like, no, he does not remind me of
1: that. Yeah. No, everyone's like, uh, the different age person of somebody else. Like, uh, uh, Megan is like, definitely the like, um, I don't know what, what's what, different. Oh my God. Everyone's Probably about so 10 fucking, years. Cause everyone's so fucking young. Oh, I just that. realized that, no, no. I just realized that Carrie Mulligan is four years younger than me. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. Huh. <laughs> I'm so fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway, uh, yeah. this is one of those movies where I thought that the performances were pretty good. Yeah. I, I, if I were to explain the plot, I couldn't explain the plot. Basically it's about, it's, it's, it almost wants to be like an anthology kind of movie where all the stories intersect, except that all the stories intersect at the very beginning and then kind of break yeah. out and come back together and break out. It,
1: it it reminds me a lot of those uh Love Actually, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, um, that sort of thing. Uh and not in a negative way because this right. is actually su- surprisingly better because it, it takes a while to build. Um, like if you're if you're running this, um stick with it. Um, because I I I was kind of just like, oh, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I've seen this so many times before. Yeah, I mean, we talked yet, about the fact yeah.
0: that it, it feels like every, like, <laughs> indie romantic comedy. Like, it, it's got a very singles vibe to it's, it.
1: Yeah, it's, there, there's a type of, um uh, of, uh, like lower, specific. lower budgets, yeah. kind of independent film, um, with, you know, a half dozen, a uh, dozen or so actors because, you know, then you didn't, you know, usually I, I'm just talking, Not, I'm not talking about this film. I'm just talking about right. in general, why like you'd have like 12 actors. Cause I'm like, then you only have to have them for three days. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, like you don't have to have any act because they're all working act. I assume all of these guys are working like, like, you know, like they do an episode of, of a uh, gossip girl and then they do yeah. something else and something else. And, and so they're all working actors. And um, I did, I did like that they played in the way that, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about, cause we, we do a lot of these, uh, these indie films, um, that are actual fucking indie films for, mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, 2019, which is kind of a different animal because. Or it, in the,
0: the case of this movie, 2016, it seems like this had a long oh, yeah. road to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, cause if you notice in the, in the last scene, they, they actually say, Like that the, the arrest of that one character who got arrested happened in like November 2016. And I'm like, wait, huh?
1: I'm surprised they haven't changed that. It just,
0: it's just one of those, it's like, I guess
1: it's money. It's whatever, but like, um, (laughs) but, uh, it is, um, like, this is the sort of like using the fact that, uh, you know, you have the um improv like i've worked with a lot of comedians that Mm -hmm. do improv and that sort of thing with with filming uh and (laughs) it's just like the awkwardness. like wow they got they got the upright citizens brigade theater dead on if they didn't film there like i assume it's the la one and not the uh not the new york city one but uh but i also assume every improv theater looks exactly the same (laughs) but with the sound of the, the 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 flat, uh, the, uh, the stage moving and everything like that. Um, but, you know, they, they work with, um, and this is something I really like about indie films that do this is they work with their strengths, uh, when it comes to budgets and when it comes to kind of what the actors are able to do mm-hmm. on what I assume is probably like, Ten day, you know, ten day, uh, oh, yeah. ten day uh, shoot or something like that, depending on yeah. You know, in this in this but, movie,
0: I would think that like Geynen and Margolin probably had longer shoots than that. Yeah, but yeah. Pretty much every other person in the movie could have been shot out in like two weeks tops.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was and the fact that it was the um, the use of you know use of apartments or, or the fact that yeah. no, nothing was stages and nothing was you know whatever it was um, it actually didn't it didn't feel like. It was an independent film in that way, which is, uh, which is a big positive because not only myself have shot, shot independent films, but also, but also, you know, just watching a lot of these and you're like, Oh my God, it just feels that way. Like the part, like party scenes, like, which is something that this film actually did really well. Yeah. (laughs) Like party scenes are so tough for some reason. And this is actually a true thing. Like they are just tough because you can't have audit. You can't have music playing. And so all these like random people who are like usually your friends or just friends of friends or whatever because they're not getting paid. They're just like, hey, man, can you please just show up for like like a half hour or something like that? And just you just have to stand there and dance. And so you have to have all these people like just faking that they're listening to music, which – Actors actors know how to do, but
0: like I don't know how to do that. Like yeah. I mean,
1: I guess I probably do do if I wanted to. you know, it's like at this point.
0: But um Well, like, I mean, the other thing is that yeah. you still there's the inherent problem of if everybody's pretending they're listening to music, <laughs> everybody's listening to different music in their head. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you have to have I mean, obviously you tell them what you know, you should tell them at least what music they're listening to. So they're not like one person's like headbanging the next person's slow dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um no, but I mean just things like that, like the um I was surprised that they I was gonna say I shouldn't say they were surprised. it's just you know it's just such a weird thing to think of, and like mm-hmm. just there's certain technical things that within indie films that they miss so much because honestly a lot of Hollywood films don't do it really well, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you watch some you know uh high school drama like t v show stuff, and like you're like this is a this this is a five million dollar an episode program like you'd think mm-hmm. that they'd have like the know how to do like a high, high school dance. And you're like, wow, these people don't know how like the audio is off and everything, but like yeah. just, just that that sort of stuff is nice. Um I am kind of done with the interview things in between of films. Like I wish that that really took me out of, so in yeah. this film, I should, I should say like, I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, there's a, if the trailer shows what it's like or what. Yeah. We haven't but, watched the trailer. Um, yeah.
0: I but the uh, the the very basics yeah, of it is that there is you know the the whole movie is essentially a bunch of young people who are in the midst of mostly bad breakups and they're kind of trying to get back on their feet using dating apps and yeah. it's kind of tracking their successes and failures uh and whoever it is that's tracking their successes and failures is basically presented as a documentary crew
1: yeah
0: so there's bits that get shot on like a white background uh like when you go to Comic-Con and you see like BuzzFeed with their white background and and you know uh yeah. or and I can't remember I feel like there was some um there was some dating app a few years back like 5 years ago that they used to have like a a guy who came out and who was like I'm Dr. so and so and I'm oh, yeah. you know yeah and and all those people who were giving testimonials I feel like that was against like a plain white backdrop. Yeah. And so I think that's what they were supposed to be evoking. Yeah. But again, this is a movie that apparently was shot like three years ago and is now getting released. And so you run into the problem of, uh, base, yeah. you're making cultural references to things yeah. that are moving targets. Yeah.
1: And I, and I, and I, think that the, the film itself would have, uh, would have, because I don't know when Tinder first came out. Um, but, uh, it's like- been a
0: while though. Cause I remember being at comic con, like four or five years ago and having one of the guys in our hotel room be <laughs> really? like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be here anymore. So I'm going <laughs> to hook up with some chick.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm going to find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah. No, I remember that too. Um, and that was a couple of years ago, but uh, it's uh, I, I feel like when the first came out, like I feel uh, it, this it's, it's unfortunate that this wasn't released then because I think it would have had a, it would have definitely had more of a um, immediate kind of, Attachment, because I feel yeah. most people are kind of done with the oddness of
0: yeah, of Tinder.
1: like I think because I mean Tinder was a big like oh holy shit like this isn't for dating this is for hooking up right like yeah and there's stories oh I met this person and the awkwardness of like oh I met this person through Tinder and it turned into something else and right and um but but yeah I mean it's still. I don't know, it still works. Yeah, um, I mean, the movie
0: carries some of that with it in the sense that yeah. there's a handful of different places where, like, your characters are meeting up with somebody, and generally the characters, there are, with with some exceptions, but generally yeah. our characters want to, are, are looking for relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh And then you get things like, uh where, you know, somebody will come over to their place, they'll have sex, and then it'll be like, yeah. oh, who's calling you? Oh, that's my boyfriend. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but... I think that all of that kind of stuff notwithstanding, I think it's all fine. I mean, it does feel a little bit like it was shot by your dad because it seems like the people who, uh, directed it, or at least the people in story, the documentary crew, aren't really in touch with kind of what the youngs think about internet dating. Yeah. But
1: well, I mean, I think all of these people, um, they come off as, Tw- mid 20s to oh, late 20s yeah. and and whether or not they are or not i mean it's it's always hard to tell
0: yeah like- I, well i kind of got the impression that uh, nikki sue whose character rachel was supposed to play was supposed to be in her 30s yeah just because there's that one scene where uh or no maybe it wasn't her character there was there was some character who i i read as being in their 30s because there was a scene where uh they are like essentially talking to the childhood versions of themselves. Yeah, <laughs> And the, the person was like, wow, your life is pretty cool. I can't wait to be in my twenties. And the, there was like the awkward pause of a response. And I'm like, oh, so it's the joke here that she's like 35. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but that know. wasn't explicit. It's just how I read the joke.
1: Or I, I think, I think that meant, isn't that when she was in a relationship with her, with her ex and, and she was in relationship for a couple of years with him. Uh, maybe I can't, I can't, I, that, that's how I read it is just the fact she was like, Oh yeah, I, I didn't have fun in my twenties. I, cause there's a lot of that, like the, yeah. there's a lot of the, Oh, I, you know, I only slept with two people. Um, I, you know, and, and like they mm-hmm. just broke up and, and, and things like that. But, um, yeah. And that was a weird but, one
0: too, because like for the most part, this movie wants you to, to kind of pick sides in the couples. Mm-hmm. Um, by and large, whenever, Like, they're basically two different kinds of couples. There's one of the main characters and somebody else, or there are two of the main characters. Yeah. And when two of the main characters break up, usually the camera biases towards one of those people because it's their story that gets followed, you know, 80% of the time to 20% for the other person. Yeah. And in that case, uh, with Rachel and Ben, that's not the case. Like, they actually – both get I mean Ben actually gets a lot more camera time yeah. but most of his journey has nothing to do with Rachel so it's yeah. not it it doesn't feel like they're pitted against each other. Yeah. Uh whereas like when you look at Melissa and James like once they have a falling out, like we basically follow Melissa until that gets resolved.
1: Yeah. Yeah we just lose we kind of just lose him until towards the end. Uh Ooh. I
0: mean that that said, like I feel like
1: they 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 did an excellent job of of weaving that and keeping kind of the the interesting characters. I mean, there's characters I would have liked to have seen more of, but yeah. me being I'm you know um, I'm more interested. It's just like oh yeah, oh, uh, awkward white people. Yeah, um, well, and I, I will say dating, too, that- like I'm kind of yeah, like I've seen that. Like the the like Gabriella's mm-hmm. um, that that sidetrack was I thought interesting just because like the, I think one of the best uh, bits of dialogue was when she was just like, I don't know anything about Jewish people. And he's explaining to me like, what are, what are the bad things? Yeah.
0: What what are he's
1: You have this Jewish guy, like who isn't like, like he's, I don't know, uh, but like, he's, he's, he's like the anti-Semitic things. Yeah, you like, yeah. oh, and like, and then it, like there's a callback to it later on, which really pays off. Yeah, and yeah. Which I, I, I literally guffawed at. Yeah. Um, I didn't quite laugh. I was just like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> which is part of a, uh, I can't really laugh that well because of my throat. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, so it's affecting it. Um, but like, but things like that where I just, I kind of wish that, um, um, it would have been nice to see a little bit more development in, um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, he had like a little bit of development in Rachel's character, but that was more of a, um, she's fucking around a lot. Yeah. Sort of thing. And, yeah. um, I,
0: I like, do feel like it's, it's an interesting thing with her because I feel like part of her journey was kind of coming to terms with her sexuality in a way that like she yeah. had not. Oh, uh-huh. um, and and like that becomes more explicit in the last like 10 minutes of the movie. And yeah. so it's one of those things where for a long time like she just kind of seems like an asshole because you don't know what the hell her end game is. And then once it kind of resolves itself, you're like, "Oh, I actually kind of like that, although I wish they'd done a better job of seeding it." Yeah. Um really though my biggest complaint and uh I suspect you'll kind of agree with me on this is You you kind of – you mentioned – we talked about 20 dates because you were like, are we sure that this didn't come out on VHS (laughs) in the 80s? It really does look like it was shot, like, on video. Yeah. And like you said, it's great that they don't – like, that they didn't shoot on sets for most of this, that it was all practical locations. And so it gives you a lot more flexibility of how to interact with the space. The downside to that is the lighting is awful in a lot of the movie
1: like i i it's it's almost to the point where i can't tell what the deal is because it feels like it's almost a bad obviously we watch this on a preview yeah, yeah. Uh, thing um well and it feels and, so
0: bad that it feels like it should be a creative choice but then like there's nothing really in the movie that would explain that creative it's choice it's
1: so it's so consistent though that like they they didn't it's just like they mm-hmm. threw on a like if it's not something weird with The because I mean I'm looking at even the like you look at even the the poster on on the on the the like through the preview site that that we viewed it on, um and the poster has that kind of faded look to it yeah and so I'm really hoping that it is just some weird issue with the the copy that was uploaded because it had this weird it it, just the whole film had the kind of a faded, Mm -hmm. um a faded yellowish look to it. Not in a, not in like uh, making it sound really bad. No,
0: um, no, no. It, and it's, 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 it's not yellowish f- even. I, I would say, I would say washed out is the, the way that.
1: Yeah, it's washed out, but also there's like, um, like if I were to look at it and go, well, this is the way they wanted it to look. I mean, like, why did you use, to use tungsten lighting throughout the whole thing? Um, right. which is not something that you would do like, <laughs> um, and like, I don't know. Like it's funny because I was just looking at some old footage on my mini DV camera and like it has a lot of that same look to it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have like the sharpness that...
0: You know, you know what I would say? It's not even, it's not even washed out. I, I think cloudy is a good way to say it yeah which is why like i it just has to be it just has to be a it
1: has to be like a render issue or something, although I'm looking um, at it
0: now like i'm i'm i i muted the tab and I'm watching the trailer in another tab, yeah. and the trailer, which theoretically is not like yeah. non final footage, also has that same look and so it's it like i I'm assuming it's a creative choice it's a weird creative choice. I didn't like it a lot of the time. Uh, um, although again, like it's one of those things where it, it, it almost kind of feels like, well, it's not a huge deal because it's a movie that was clearly made for like sixty grand. You know? Yeah. But uh But yeah, I mean, that was the one big criticism I had. And again, like, because it's an independent (laughs) film and because, like, it's probably an intentional choice, it's, it's that thing of.
1: Okay. So it's actually like, I'm watching the trailer on Mm -hmm. Vimeo right now and it is nowhere near as bad as the copy is. They they definitely, a lot of it's, what I I think that they went for is the, like, you, they probably shot it on whatever they shot it on and put filter over it. And then they, like the when you're inside a inside of like a room and you're actually shooting with lights um you have to then kind of like recolor to some extent if you don't like do that well, but they it's just overdone um yeah. so much and 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 it's 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 fine it's just unfortunate because i yeah. don't i think you could literally peel that um i assume effect away and Ooh. It would look great, I think, because um, I'm actually looking at it because I, I thought like the 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 uh, copy that we watched it just was looked really bad. Um, yeah. And to the point that, too, to the point that I assumed it was just, Oh, occasionally that happens actually a lot. Yeah. It happens like weirdly a lot. Like, I don't understand on why, like you give a preview copy to somebody and be like, <laughs> like, how do I not talk about the fact that the preview copy looked like crap? Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's always, I,
0: I will say I'll, I'll, I'll kind of preface this with the fact that like we got this screener copy, not so much to review it, but because um they, uh I, I'm doing an interview with one of the cast yeah. And so, you know, there is a slight difference to when, like, it's a, uh, like, a review copy versus yeah, when yeah. i I'm just saying,
1: I'm just saying, yeah. I've got, we've gotten a couple over the years. I mean, like, I've gotten a couple over the years, uh, at least, that mm-hmm. from, not from major studios, from not, like, from independent yeah, oh, stuff yeah. or whatever, where it's just like, wait. Why I, I get that like some things aren't finished sometimes if you get a, a good you know, if you get yeah, get that sort of preview copy. But like sometimes it's like, oh my god, like there there's something wrong with the upload. Like did yeah. they really fuck this up? And, and it's just always been a weird thing where I'm just like, I I freak out. Like 'cause I I've sent preview copies of my like docs and things like that to people. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we watch it 17 times and make sure that everything looks right. good. And obviously yeah. things still happen, but anyway, but anyway, that's way beside the point. But yeah. um yeah
0: yeah um but yeah i mean it because there's basically no plot i mean you can you can kind of frankenstein a plot together by taking the disparate threads of the character arcs yeah. and like which is what they do like it's it, when i say there's no plot it's not like the movie is boring it's not like it you get to the end and it, there's no resolution i feel like there's resolution for most of the characters but yeah but because there's no traditional narrative plot um the movie's appeal really comes down to the cast and to the characters. And one of the things that I think this movie does pretty effectively is that it takes characters who are damaged and who are making poor decisions and who are hurting each other. And generally speaking, it succeeds in telling those stories and having those awkward moments without making them seem like terrible people, which is it's, it's a tough thing to do. And especially because there is so much kind of, infighting and interdating and everything within your kind of main cast of six characters or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like when Rachel hurts, uh, I, I keep forgetting who everybody's names are. Um, <laughs> but you know, when, you know, when, when Ben and Maria have an argument, it's like you, you It's very difficult to kind of push that through in a way that it's like, no, I understand where both of them are coming from. Neither of them seem like an asshole in this situation, or at least if they do seem like an asshole in this situation, it's not enough to spoil the goodwill that you've built up throughout the course of the film. Yeah, yeah. Great. And I think that that's a, that's actually an area where I think this movie did better than 20 Dates, uh, which again is a creative choice because 20 Dates, uh, was a movie that you and I saw in theaters in 1998 or 9. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was directed by this guy Miles Berkowitz and he doesn't seem to have done very much after this. Uh, but he, uh, he did this kind of mockumentary about his, his fiance left him and his life was going to hell and he decided to, like he, he pitched his he, he was trying to make a career in Hollywood, so he basically pitched himself to movie studios as, I'll yeah. film myself trying to find true love. Yeah. And so he has to go on these 20 dates for the camera. And uh Miles, for a lot of reasons, like, he's incredibly neurotic. He's incredibly self-obsessed. Yeah. And so, like, he is way more frustrating and way more kind of awful yeah. than a lot of the people in this. And I mean, it works because he's basically in a lot of ways, he's kind of Michael Scott. Yeah. Like there's a whole scene where he asks this woman out and she seems beautiful and charming and blah, blah, blah. But like, he gets there with the camera crew and he didn't prep her for it. Uh, and yeah, I remember this. Yeah. she's just, it, 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 it was one of the most painfully awkward, like scenes I've ever seen in like a major theatrical release. Uh, and like that's part of the appeal of that movie. Yeah. But it also made like it makes it really hard to like genuinely uh uh root for Miles when you're just like, oh come on, just like <laughs> somebody break this guy's jaw so that I can feel sorry for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm very there's
1: only one, and I'm blanking on what the scene is now. Um, but there's only one scene where I'm just like, I don't want to watch this scene. Um, yeah. Uh, just because that's, that's one thing that, that's kind of the, the Larry David, uh, Kirby yeah. enthusiasm type of thing where it's just like, just make everyone feel so fucking awkward and uncomfortable yeah. that's watching yeah. it that it, it's art. And uh, like, I, I love his it. work. Uh, Larry David's genius. I'm yeah. not going to like, or this is fuck Seinfeld, but Kirby enthusiasm is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just literally not my thing. Like I know right. lots and lots of people enjoy this and I get why they enjoy it. I don't get that like yeah. uncomfortable thing and there's only one scene in this um again, fuck. I, I actually I actually did the, the 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 worst thing possible and I fast for 30 seconds nice because <laughs> I was just like I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna make it through this yeah, yeah it was just like I just am so fucking done with this awkwardness
0: um, uh, the, the <laughs> one scene that I, I that really sticks out at me and yeah. this might actually be the same scene so yeah be surprised. But, one thing really sticks out at me, not so much for the awkwardness, although there was an element of it, but um, okay. Like I said, for a big chunk of the movie, we were following, um, we were following Melissa, and yeah. you know, James was basically out of the movie. And then, like, there's a there's a scene where she goes back to him to like have a State of the Union conversation, yeah. and he has another woman over. Uh, because they're, you know, theoretically on a break or whatever. Yeah. And that was, a, that whole scene, like, there was a lot of awkwardness there. There was a lot of weirdness there. But the thing that I really liked is we'd been following Melissa and, like, she's an, like, uh Guinan is a really likable actress. Like, yeah. Yeah. every time she's on screen, even when she's doing stupid things, you kind of want to root for her because she's so charming. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, which, it,
1: like the whole the whole fucking thing, like considering how much like she's our main person yeah, in this yeah. film by far. Like, if she was not right, this yeah. film would fall the fuck apart immediately. Like, she has to be exudingly exudingly, what the fuck word is that inordinately likable adorable Mm -hmm. and all those things and not in an obnoxious way because she's not any of those things i mean Mm -hmm. she is like let's not like say that but like i mean again i think for me i i'll admit like i I, i don't know if a woman would have the same um same ability to uh give her as much latitude yeah. as, as I do just because she's fucking adorable um and her character is uh, the type of girl that I would completely and totally fall for and, uh, and completely and totally get dumped by and have all the same problems that it would have felt. Well. So like that honestly was part of the awkwardness. Um, yeah. but, so it's, it, it is one of those It's like, it completely worked for me. I could completely see where it wouldn't work for other people. But again, like if it wasn't like, at least for my, for my, for my look at it, like if it was al- almost any other actress, um, I mean, I, I mean, maybe other actresses could do it, but it, like, if, yeah. if she wasn't so good, um, yeah. in doing this role, like, yeah, no, you know, I it, agree, it would not work. The whole film wouldn't work, and 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 that's not and that's not uh discounting anybody else's thing. No, it's no, just, no, no, it's, it's, no, since she's so she's so much in
0: the film. Like it would just be like, Oh fuck. Like it's, it's that thing. There there isn't the the film. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. There's not not a solid main character, main Mm -hmm. character, but when you break it down, uh, she, you know, by plurality, she has probably five minutes more than anybody else on screen. And five minutes doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that nobody has more than maybe 20. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, what, but what I was saying though, is that there's a scene like that scene where she goes and sees him and he finally kind of tells her what her problem is in his eyes. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, they actually did a really good job of, in spite of the fact that he is not our main character and yeah. he is not nearly as likable as she is and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But like they did a really good job of establishing, like, these are the things that you fucked up yeah. in our relationship that make me like a terrible boyfriend. And it's like most of it still doesn't really justify his behavior, but at the same time, like you get out of that scene and you're like, oh, okay, I can (laughs) see, like, I understand this. And he's not like, just because she's our kind of point of view character for a chunk of the movie doesn't like, he's not bad because you, you watch that scene and you're just like, no, that's, that's fair. Like, and, and so to me, like that was really interesting because it is one of those things where Again, there's so many things in this movie that that only kind of work because it was a balancing act, and they happen to like not happen to like. Obviously, it's a creative decision, yeah. But they they landed in the strike zone. Yep, agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and again, like I don't want to spoil anything because it is one of those movies where even though there's like it's not really a spoilery kind of movie, it's a romantic yeah. comedy. But like, it is one of those movies where periodically throughout the movie, you're like, oh, are these two characters going to get back together? Are they going to do this? Is this blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And it's just like, they, they kind of stretch most of those questions out to the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. So you don't want to talk about kind of the resolution of any plot points, especially since uh, we're recording this a week before it comes out. I'll probably release the, the, like this episode the day that the movie's released. Uh, yeah. And, and so, you know, we're not going to get into. Any deeper spoilers than we already have, although looking at the trailer, I don't feel super guilty because a lot of the things that we have talked about and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. It's like then I look at the trailer and I'm like, it's like yeah, <laughs> oh, it's literally. Yeah. Like you're yeah, we yeah. talking about we we're talking about how uh about the importance of uh Melissa's like sexual awakening or whatever. And yeah. there's like a line in the trailer <laughs> That's like, oh yeah, that's like, it becomes, it's, it's, it's literally more obvious in the trailer than it was in the first 40 minutes of the movie. What her yeah. journey is, yeah. uh, but, uh, <clears throat> sorry, no but yeah, any, any kind of final thoughts on this? Um, we might have to dig out because uh, I did find a place on the internet where you can watch uh, 20 Dates. And so we might have to like dig that out and do yeah. a classic like two-part episode where we talk about that the second half of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I definitely – um more than anything because uh, it's, it, it's interesting to watch this sort of movie because it mm-hmm. is so – it's so '90s, um, yeah. in so many ways, and again, not not as a negative. This isn't a negative thing, right? I, I no, listen- but it, of course, it course if, you're listening- like- <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast by then, yeah. uh, when we talk about a movie and we say, "Oh, it's so '90s," it, you should know that it's not necessarily yeah. a negative or a positive. Uh, more more likely a, a positive. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually dramatically, I'm, I'm really. I'm really interested to see how 20 Dates stands up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially cause no. like, I, I don't, I feel like it, it could be one of those movies that you watch it again and you're like, Oh, oh man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like it's going to be really, really fucking problematic. <laughs> uh,
0: probably. Yeah. <laughs> because I
1: mean, like my, my only, like my only, uh, um, problem with this film with browsing mm-hmm. effect is the fact that like I would have liked, um, I would have liked to have seen uh one of the main kind of characters be not white. <laughs> um, or like not within that millennial yeah, uh, Hollywood like kind of well everybody just kind of goes to the brunch place yeah, and does yeah. the same thing where it's just like like again like the i thought one of the most in, interesting parts of the film was when when they went to her birthday and you know and he got to see um, uh, where How her Peruvian... Uh, yeah, yeah, Peruvian. Peruvian. Yeah, yeah. And it was very specific to Peruvian,
0: too. Yeah. Like it wasn't just Hispanic, which is also nice because,
1: yeah. like, that's really easy to do. Um, well, and it also gave uh, us
0: a really kind of nice piece of dialogue that gives you a sense of, like, how me centered some of these characters are where he's like he said he in that same scene where he was like describing jewish stereotypes he's just like she said something about like stereotypes about her people and he's like well yeah but peruvians aren't really part of the mainstream culture
1: yeah yeah and i like the fact that they like had a discussion about that yeah she was she wasn't just like a a home girl from like the south side like whatever she was she was you know not well off, but she wasn't like, yeah. you know, oh, he's being, even though he's unemployed and kind of a loser, like, yeah. she's, like she's the catch, really, like, Oh it, yeah, Yeah. I mean, but, um, I mean, also because he's going to fucking law school and shit like that, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but just, just the fact that like, like again, um, I don't know, the, um, uh, wow, uh, my brain and my, the, the number of drugs that I'm on are really co- collapsing my brain. Uh, the director of us, um, uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele just had a thing where he's just like, you know, somebody asked him if he would, um, if he would ever have a um, uh, a white lead in these film, and he's like, ah, I've seen that film, uh, and that was his response, which I think is like the best possible response to that, um, because otherwise, you know, no matter what, it's just like, oh, it's racism, or whatever. Yeah. And of course, immediately everyone was just like, well, uh, has anyone ever asked Woody Allen that question? Yeah. And, and like that, like I it was a Twitter thread where, where I was just like, wow, like I, I've seen probably a, a predominant amount of his films and I'm trying to think of a non-white actor in the films, not a yeah, lead, yeah. not a whatever. And then somebody was just like, Oh, this film, which I'm like, first off, I had to Google that it was a, uh, a Woody Allen film. Yeah. And then it was just like, Wait, I just watched the trailer and he's in five seconds of it yeah. and he's clearly like a third tier. He's like us. He's the other love interest in the film, right, yeah. but the movie poster has him blasted all over the place because it was 2006 and, and, um, uh, the actor was like an up and coming star, mm-hmm. like an indie star. So I can see why they had an also like, I guess probably the people were like, uh, oh, maybe we should actually have Woody Allen have like somebody who's not a white person. Yeah. <laughs> a white a person
0: who's intoning trying to be Woody Allen as a yeah. younger oh my god. like uh whatever. Um but but anyway, poor, but poor Jason Biggs wasting his talent on like three of those. Oh my god. I mean I I I get why if you're yeah. especially if you're Jason Biggs like yeah you go
1: you go for yeah. that. because there's not like a wide number of of roles after um pie you know after America, yeah after being a pie fucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um you know hopefully uh he's going to be I think in the new Kevin Smith film, right?
0: Uh, yeah, he and, oh, he saw, and James Vanderbeek sure. are playing themselves again, nice. uh, the, cause, you know, J- the, the Blunt Man and Chronic movie is getting yeah. rebooted, which means that there's gonna be like a Comic-Con panel where those guys, and probably Mark <laughs> Hamill, he hasn't been announced yet, but like, I yeah. don't know why not, yeah. Um have, you know, and it's probably two minutes in the movie, but you know, yeah. whatever. Um, um, Mark
1: Hamill's gonna be, uh, the, um child's play yeah Chucky, oh so, yeah that's right yeah, that's its own fun thing but yeah um, um but yeah anyway um but, but yeah, yeah that's that's really my my only um eh, about the film um mm-hmm. other than like i agree with you about the the kind of the look of it um uh, i'll be really interested to see what it looks like once it's released on um when once it's released on uh video on demand because mm-hmm. again the trailer is not as bad as the the version that we saw yeah. um And, uh, and like I could deal with the trailer even though, yeah, you're right. Like it needs like 10% less, whatever they are doing with it. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so.
0: Um, one thing I will say, and I cannot find it for the life of me. Um, there was a movie that came out last year and, uh, I'm going to have to try to like remember to put it in the show notes or maybe mention it during the, uh, the, the 20 dates half if we do that. Um there's a movie about uh this guy who was l- like lying on social media and basically like he photoshopped himself into a picture as a joke and then this girl okay yeah people you may know is the name of this movie yeah. and uh it it reminds me very much of this movie in the sense that it's like trying to wrestle with the role social media plays in our lives. And unfortunately I do feel like for the most part, it's virtually impossible to make a movie that's explicitly about the role social media plays in our lives without sounding like an old man yelling at clouds. Yeah. Um, but, uh, people you may know was a movie where basically the conceit of it is this guy like photoshops himself into some picture. And I can't remember if it was a joke or if it was like, I don't remember what it was, but like he goes to sleep and it was like, I think he Photoshopped himself into a picture with like some famous rapper or something. And the wow. guy like yeah. shared it because he didn't realize it was Photoshop. Cause it's like, ah, I was at a club. I took selfies with a bunch of people. Yeah. And like, it becomes like a viral thing. And like, there's this publicist lady who realizes that it's a fake, but she's like, I can make you a social media influencer because like <laughs> of the way this all went. Yeah. And like, as she's like managing his public life, he falls in love with her. And then like everything starts to kind of snowball. Um, and it was another one of these movies where, uh, it, it, there was so many things about it that I'm like, ah, it didn't a hundred percent work, but it like it 85% worked. And the cast was so good that you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for, you know, it, it mostly worked for me. Um, if you, it's not quite as coherent as this one in terms of, um, in terms of the actual, uh, like in terms of its, its kind of message, cause the, the message in people you may know is kind of muddled. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I would say if you like this movie, you should check that one out too. And that's another one that I think had a, a problem of like taking three years to get completely off the ground. Um, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Usher is the, that's who it is. It was Usher. And he plays himself in a very small role in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then again, very much like we were saying about Guy here, where it's like, you have that, that one kind of like really charming female lead who, and so much of the movie hinges on her that you just, she has to be perfect. Um, Halston Sage is the same thing in people you may know, like, uh, you have essentially her and Nick Thune are the two main oh, she's characters. Great. Yeah. But Sage is like, she just knocks it out of the park in that movie.
1: Yeah. She, she's uh, by far and away the best part of uh, scout's guide to a zombie apocalypse.
0: I haven't seen that um, one yet, but uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah,
1: that's a, that's a super fun film um, which I uh, highly recommend as well. Um, yeah. Back in 2015. Uh, yeah. She and, plays, I think she plays a, a stripper uh that the the scouts come across and kind of like she saves the day to an extent and, and things nice. like
0: that. So yeah. I, I guess she's on the <laughs> Orville now, uh which I know only because I was like I couldn't remember her name and I went to look up all like I had to like go through this wacky thing of like while we were talking about this movie Googling key phrases and hoping that I could figure yeah, out Yeah 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 like I had to do
1: with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh I do love though that uh Nick Thune uh who is the lead in um uh who's the lead in people you may know mm-hmm. is uh build. Uh, he's in venom uh, and build as Beardo Beardo
0: at bar. Nice. Because he has a beard. I used Yeah, <laughs> And he does, he he has that thing. He looks kind of like Jonah from the new mystery science theater 3000. Yeah. So he's got the, like, not only do you have a beard, but you do kind of look like, like a homeless guy uh, unless your makeup is done in, in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> all right. But, uh, Since we are at this point just talking about other movies completely, (laughs) thanks for listening and uh, always remember to rewind your cassettes.